Can the Spurs be that sneaky team in the West? You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Emily Swallow, and you are listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. Welcome back to Lockdown Spurs right here on the Lockdown NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's Five San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hope everybody's having a great work week. And uh, you guys are the everydayers. We thank you for making Lockdown Spurs you first. Listen each and every day. YouTube, iTunes, Spotify. Pick your favorite platform, the Ken's Five Plus app. You can catch Lockdown Spurs with the rest of the Lockdown Network wherever you get your favorite podcast. What are we doing today? We're going to be asking if this Spurs team can be that sneaky team out in the West. And also we're going to put into the spotlight Charles Bassey and his play throughout the uh, preseason. And then we're going to try out a new little segment at the end of this episode. Uh, I joined a uh, fan at the Frostbank Center uh, and it's a little live video recording and getting his fan thoughts, his fan feedback, and what Halloween costumes would he go as in a Spurs uniform. So uh, I look forward to that at the end of the show. But to join us, he is Rudy Campos of Sweep the League. We're going to skip a little bit of an intro I normally do because Rudy is at work. It's tough to get Rudy on camera, but he carved out a little bit of time in his lunch break. So we're going to just dive right into it. Rudy, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. Thanks, Jeff. Jeff, yeah, I, I've got a plane to catch to uh, to the Bahamas. You know, I got tons of work to do, so my plane's about to leave in a minute. <laughs> you being serious? You're going to the Bahamas, or are you messing with me? <laughs> well, considering everybody thinks you and I are made of money, and, you know, oh, that's true. That blink money's there, so I, I won't say yay or nay on that. All right. Once again, everybody, we apologize for no video. Again, you know, Rudy's at work as you hear, and uh, he's just taking a little time out on his lunch break. So we're going to kind of speed things up with him. So we can let him go back to making those bucks that he makes. He's got to put in that time to get the bucks. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. Uh, Rudy, uh, as of this recording, the Spurs have three preseason games under their belt. Uh, you know, one and three, uh, one and two, excuse me. But, you know, again, it's just preseason. Uh, based on what you're seeing so far, Wimby getting integrated, Devin, uh, you know, Bassey, Trey Jones, uh, Sohan and Keldon are back. Do you think this team could become that sneaky, under-the-radar team in the West that can actually surprise some teams out West? You know, the biggest thing that they're going to have to overcome is they're going to really have to find their – they're still going to have to find their identity. And we know Victor is going to be the focal point. Um, but when it comes to the identity is how is everybody else around them going to be playing? You know, we've seen Devin play already. Uh, we're getting some Sohan in there. You know, Trey Jones mm-hmm. is kind of – kind of struggled a little but he's coming around everybody's mm-hmm. role changes uh, this year because of victor so we got to find their identity first see how they're going to what kind of team they're going to be they're going to be a running gun type team are they going to go for you know four down when they had timmy stuff like that so we're trying to find that identity but as far as them being a sleeper team basically um they could be a sneaky play-in team for the play-in tournament it is possible um i still really think that the west is super loaded so it's going to be a tough, tough uh, hill to climb. But, I mean, we can honestly say from what we've seen in the first couple of preseason games that the team has matured. It is a lot better than last year's team. Uh, but, again, if it's playoff team, automatically, I don't think quite a playoff team, but a play-in team, uh, they have a possibility of making some noise depending on what happens in the West. Yeah, I, I think they can be a sneaky team. 
out west. And I think they have a little bit of luck on their side, uh, considering uh, Memphis without John Morant to start the season. Uh, you know, there's still, you know, Dallas and Will Kyrie and Luca work under a full season now. You know, was Zion Williamson, would he get hurt again? It would be out of action. You know, so I think, and of course, there's Houston. You know, they're also in development as well. So I, I think there's some luck to this. But the biggest reason why I have the Spurs as a sneaky team is actually two reasons. One, Wimby. Wimby just comes on the scene and is that generational player. And maybe it doesn't take a full season, maybe just two, three months, and away we go. But also, I think this is not getting spoken about, is I think the Spurs have sneaky good depth off the bench. You mm-hmm. really look at it, I think their second unit could continue with the Spurs are in the game and they're just you know, a wrecking shop. Continue that. As of right now, you, you know, let's just project that Sohan's the starter point guard on opening night. So that's Trey Jones off the bench. There's Doug McDermott. There's the revive play and just, uh, you know, that next step for Malachi Branham. There's uh, Charles Bassey, who's been playing really, really well this uh, preseason. We'll talk about him in a few seconds. Uh, and then there's still Keldon or, or, or Devin. Somebody, something has to give there. You know, so one of those guys is going to come off the bench. And you still got Shetty Osman. I think their second unit can really bolster their primary unit. I think that's a big reason why this first team could be a sneaky team out west, uh, Rudy. Yeah, and you know, you're bringing up a fantastic point, Jeff, because in past years, we haven't seen this. Uh, we haven't really seen this since probably the glory days where you've had this kind of depth on the bench. I mean, you've got guys that could be potentially starters on other teams. So they have a really sneaky good bench, and I want to say probably they have one of the better benches in the league. I mean, if you really look at it. So I think if the Spurs starters can get off to a really good start, stay competitive throughout, you know, the game against other team starters, against some of the better teams, the bench can outplay a lot of other teams' benches, especially those top-tier teams. I mean, if you look at a team out west like Golden State, I mean, they've got a really good starting five, but their depth on the bench is not very good. Mm-hmm. Look at another team, you know, even like Denver. Denver lost some key players. So not saying the Spurs are going to be overall better than Denver, but bench-wise, they have a bench that can compete with the likes of the Nuggets. So what I think is the key to the Spurs season is that bench and that depth that they have. Great point on that. Yeah, and also, too, I think the uh, Spurs uh, from last year's roster carrying over to this year, they learned a lot. They they took, um, you know, beatings uh, last season uh, with bad losing streaks, getting clobbered. I think that left a nasty taste in their mouth. We saw it on media day, you know, Devin Vassell saying, we're just, we're here for wins. Sohan, same thing. Uh, <clears throat> I recently had a chance to speak with Sohan, and it looks like uh, the emphasis is on defense. It's still a work in progress, but you're seeing signs that they're trending in the right direction. In their first game, preseason game against Houston, you know, holding them to under 50 points at half nine blocks uh zach collins looking great you know in in the uh in place of wimby who sat out that game and they, they and they did that without wimby without Vassell, and without trey jones three of their better uh defenders so mm-hmm. <clears throat> their signs are training the right direction i think offensively they won't have that much of a problem obviously because of wimby but yeah. defensively if they can get something going there that's another reason why I think they can be a sneaky good team. There's going to be so much attention on Wimby. It's going to open up the spacing, the floor, the shots. 
for all these other players. I think I, I, I know I projected them to maybe not get going sometime after all-star break. I think they might get yeah. going before it's all-star break. What do you think? You know, it's quite possible, but I'm going to go ahead. I want to stay with the same thing that you said and you and I have talked about. I think it's after the all-star break. And the reason why is because if you look at their first 20, 22 games, I think if I remember correctly, like 17 of those were against teams that were in the playoff or play in. So they're going to be tested pretty early on the season. And that's a good thing because it shows what kind of, you know, what kind of team that we have here in San Antonio, you know, how much they have matured, stuff like that. So I think if they get off to a strong start, it's going to be a good season. But these first couple of games, these 20 games, 22 games that they're going to have, it's a good test for them. But I want to stick with the after all-star break. I think it gives Wimby time, you know, to get adjusted. My biggest concern with Wimby is one concern I've had a lot, and that's rebounding. I mean, if you get him to average where he needs to be about 10, 11 rebounds a game, the season could be a marvelous season for the San Antonio Spurs. But we haven't really seen him rebound the ball, and I've heard people say, well, he only played 23 minutes. Well, in 23 minutes, he should have more than four rebounds. So that's my criticism of him. Uh, it's something that's going to come within time. He's got to be able to get down low. He's got to be able to get bored, stuff like that. But for me, I think once the identity's found, once we see who the starting five is going to be, once they get acclimated, the bench starts to roll, I think that's going to take you right around all-star break, maybe a little before, maybe a little after. But I really want to put emphasis on the rodeo road trip because this is where we've seen Spurs teams really gel, come together, and turn it in that second half of the season. He is Rudy Campos of Sweep the League. Follow him on Twitter at Sweep the League. Uh, coming up next, uh, we're going to be looking at Charles Bassey. He is playing sneaky good, sticking with that theme. Uh, we're going to ask Rudy his opinion on how Bassey is going to fit on the roster right here on Locked On Spurs. But first, I want to talk to you about Jace Medical. Look, there's a lot of uncertainty in the world today, and it's important to be prepared. The fires in Hawaii, the hurricanes, tornadoes in Florida, earthquakes, unrest in the Middle East. These can lead to supply chain shortages for medications or the inability to get medications in a timely manner. Here's your solution. The Jace case. You've got to get it right now. It's a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. You can also customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your unique needs. I have the Jace case. What I like about it, it's small and compact. It comes in a great pouch, and it's not a big old space eater in, in your apartment, your home, whatever you have. It just fits nice and snug in a little cabinet, and you're good to know. Yeah, peace of mind knowing you have life-saving medication at the hand. Jace Medical now offers customized ability for your Jace case with dozens of add-on medications. You could choose medications that bet fits fit your family's unique needs as well as your own. Uh, the Jace is always continually working to expand their medication offerings. In these recent efforts, they've added Ivertamin. It's an option in the Jace case. So make sure you get the Jace case right now. You also get gift cards. Yes, they have gift cards for you and your loved ones so they can get a Jace case of their own. Go to jacemedical.com, enter promo code locked on at checkout for a $20 discount. On your order. That's promo code locked on at J A S E medical.com. We're back right here on Locked On Spurs with Rudy Campos of Sweep the League. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at Sweep the League. Uh, uh, perhaps give him some advice what to do in the Bahamas. He's catching a flight there, apparently, because that's what <laughs> rich guys do. 
Yeah, you and I know that rich life, you know, private helicopters, <laughs> private jets, you know, we've got it all, man. Got it all. Again, uh, audio only today. Again, they really just, you know, at work and he's carving out a little time on his lunch break to chat with us right here on Lockdown Spurs. We're going to transition now into Charles Bassey. Uh, there's, I think you and I have discussed this before, or maybe you are aware of it, that, you know, beyond Wimby and Zach, the next question is going to be, okay, well, who backs them up? So as of right now, it's Mamu and Charles Bassey, maybe maybe Barlow. But Bassey and Mamu seem to be the two primary candidates to be that first big off that bench. Let's talk about Bassey. I, I have him penciled in as that backup big, whether it's Zach or to Wimby. I like what he's been doing in the in the preseason. He's that bouncy big, uh, you know, athletic, young, coming off a uh, solid season before the injury to his knee. You look at some of the numbers in preseason action, he leads the team in rebounds, something you brought up in the first segment, 7.7 rebounds per game. That's better than Victor, who has 4.5 a game. Better than Zach Collins, 6.5 through three preseason games. Blocks, he's tying Wemby with that, two a game through the preseason. And you dive deeper into what Bassey is doing. I mean, you're just amazed. 17 minutes per game through three preseason games. He's giving you about four points a game, but defensively, that's what you like. Uh, you know, the rebounds, as mentioned, you know, so, you know, 7.7, the blocks, two blocks a game. Uh, mm-hmm. Defensively, he's a space eater. I think he has the edge so far as the backup center to Collins or Wimbayama. Your thoughts? Yeah, you know, we've, we've discussed this a lot about Bassey. It seems like you and I talk about Bassey a lot, and I I always go back and forth with him, but – seeing the way he's performed, seeing the way his work ethic is right now, and seeing that the Spurs are really concentrating on the defensive side, I'm actually very proud of what Charles Bassey's doing. And I think he is going to be that first guy coming off the bench because you don't really need scoring from him. With as many scores as you have on this team right now, it can be okay for him to come in, be that defensive presence. I mean, come on. We're not talking about a guy that, you know, like Jeff Ayers here, who was a former Spur. Comes oh, in, you know, man. Way back yeah. for that. <laughs> Spelling, you know, spelling Timmy and them. We're talking about Charles Bassey, an athletic guy who, you know what, if he need to, if he needs to give you 16, 17 a game, he is capable of scoring the ball. But just his defensive presence, his presence in the paint in general, rebounding, blocking shots, basically, um, you know, just making it a hell for shooters uh, coming into the lane, you know, and driving to the basket. So I think he'll be that guy off the bench. He needs to continue with the preseason that he's having to get, you know, a good amount of minutes. I have it pretty even with him, maybe just a little bit ahead of Mamu. Uh, but right now, I would say he's going to get the nod. I just got to continue to see him to improve. And like I said, you don't really need a lot of offense. You need to stick with the defense side. I didn't mention this. 2.7 offensive rebounds this yeah. preseason from Bashley. He gives you those second-chance opportunities uh, that, uh, that the Spurs definitely can use. I mean, I mean, I think – Defensively, that's where I, why I have him with the nod over Mamu at this moment. I mean, Mamu can just go ballistic in the next, you know, last two preseason games, and you know, where it's a different story. But comparatively, yeah, he's performing defensively better than Mamu. You know, more rebounds, more blocks. Sure, you know, you know, maybe you could say, well, minutes per game, Sandro's only getting eight point seven, Bassi's giving seventeen, but. You know, he has familiarity with the Spurs system. He's been in the Spurs system longer than Mamu. Mamu's just now getting around to learning the system. Mamu was a late addition to the team last year. 
So all mm-hmm. in all, you know, I, I got, I, I got, I got, I'm sorry, I got Bassey, you know, likely being that backup to either one. And man, do you think mom was probably going to go to the G League at this rate? No, they they still need some depth. I, th- I think he's still going to make the roster. I mean, if you go with Bassi, Mamu, you're still going to have Steady Osmond there. You still need some bigs regardless because we still – there's something in the back of my mind. I don't know if it's in the back of yours or anybody else's, but we still need to see that that Victor side where, you know, he doesn't get injured or hurt or something. You know, we still have that fear in our in our back of our head because of his his frame. Um, but that's why I think they're going to keep, you know, Mamu and Bassi on the roster. Uh, they're, they're good at guards at every position else. They're really, really good. They're really adept there. So I think they have a couple of positions open available for big guys being Mamu and Bassi. The God guy out is going to be Barlow. He's going to be in Austin, but I mean, let's not, let's not sleep on Barlow either. Barlow, Barlow can be a player. Oh, yeah. Soon here. <laughs> yeah. Bar- Barlow is an intriguing player. I had a chance to talk to Devin Vassell about Barlow uh, and he, told me that he's high on Barlow, that he sees a lot of upside from the young guy. As a matter of fact, Vassell even told me that he's going to take Barlow under his wing to make sure that he contributes to the team and becomes a better player. So it uh, looks like the players, especially Vassell, are high on Barlow, but you're right. You know, He'll likely be in Austin uh, next season or this upcoming season, I should say. Uh, you know, and I, I think he he's definitely going to get a lot of call, call-ups. There's there's no doubt about that. There's going to be plenty of call-ups for Barlow, so he'll get his NBA shine. But as far as Bass is concerned, yeah. I mean, I, I was there for that, that Houston preseason game. I mean, just his leaping ability for a guy his size. I mean, I saw him block a shot, sailed out into the front rows and beyond. I mean, you know, he is just so active around the rim defensively and offensively, you know, cutting to the rim, you know, defensively helping on the weak side. You know, getting those block shots. So I like Bassey. Uh, is that who you're going to agree with? You're going to go with Bassey as backing up Wimby and Zach? As of right now, as of this recording, yeah, I've got Bassey in the lead. I had Mamu earlier, uh, like a, a week ago, but what's the way that they're playing? Bassey's coming in, making a bigger difference than Mamu is. I'm putting Bassey ahead of him right now. He is Rudy Campos of Sweep the League. We got to let him go, as you know. Uh, he is busy man at work. And uh, but we're not letting him go without plugging some stuff. What's going on at Sweep the League, buddy? Yeah, Sweep is uh, you know what? Football season kicked off. I always talk about it, so we're talking about football. But we're actually getting more in depth in the Spurs talk. Uh, we've got Rocky Garza, who's a part of us, who's actually going to the games now. So uh, he's providing some insight for us. But nonetheless, we're talking San Antonio Spurs. We're talking Dallas Cowboys. Is it going to be a lost season again? We'll find out. We're talking everything you ever want to talk about. So just join us here on Sweep the League, wherever podcasts are available. Be sure to follow him on Twitter at Sweep the League and wish him luck in the Bahamas. You know, <laughs> he's going to be smoking cigars. He's going to be riding yachts. He's going to be sipping drinks on the beach. Uh, living that living that uh, money bag life. Is that true, Rudy? It is, but you know what? I haven't made it quite yet. I, I don't have a drink named after me. Actually, two Uh-oh, of them named after me. So Uh-oh. once I get there, then I know I've made it to elite status. <laughs> Let them go. Uh, Rudy, we thank you for taking time off of your busy schedule, coming out on your uh, lunch break uh, to discuss all things Spurs right here on Lockdown Spurs. Coming up next, video from a recent visit I had to the Frostbank Center where I was able to speak to a Spurs fans and we talk about Wimby, we talk about Halloween costumes, Spurs style, 
much more. A little bit of an experiment. I want to see how it goes. So forgive the quality. And uh, but it's pretty fun. Definitely check it out. So coming up next, a, an interview with a Spurs fan from the from the Frost Bank Center. I'm still not used to saying it yet, but I'm <laughs> gonna get it right. The Frost Bank Center. But before we do that, I want to talk to you about FanDuel. You got to check out FanDuel right now. It's America's number one sports book. Snap into the action this NFL season with FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's it. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. NFL season is underway. MLB playoffs are underway. The NBA season is around, around the corner. Your Spurs are about to start. Uh, getting the game going in the regular season. What better time now than to go visit FanDuel? Again, America's number one sports book. Get the app right now. It's easy to use. Wide range of betting options that includes player props, over-unders, spreads, and so much more. I visit it. You should go check out FanDuel and get the app as well. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. And I want to talk to you about Mud Slinkers Drive Through Coffee. Go check it out. 2404,000 Oaks Drive in San Antonio. It's 2816.04. They have a wide ranging menu from uh, dairy alternatives to their signature Mud Slinger coffee drink to the alien inspired by Wimbayama. It's a full can of Red Bull, Kiwi, and Green Apple. They got the OG OJ for those old school people like myself that love the Orange Julius. Recreated only at Muslingers Drive Through Coffee. Over 300 five-star reviews cannot be wrong. They have new drinks coming out daily. They got the the Sub Zero in honor of UTSA's Frank Harris. I mean, what more can you want? They got mini donuts, mini donuts. Go there right now if you're in San Antonio. Open every day, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. I go there. You should go there too. Also, check out the Red Bull Infused Lightning Bolt series. One of my favorite selections on their menu. So, once again, 2404,000 Oaks Drive in San Antonio. And you want to go visit them right now. Friendly staff, local proud community member serving San Antonio. Proud sponsor of Locked On Spurs and the first, might I add. So, check out Muslingers on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, wherever you find your favorite social media platforms. They are there at Muslinger SATX. Life is too short for a bland coffee. Hey everybody, this is Nathan Ray Clark from Criminal Minds and Modern Family, and you are listening to Locked On Spurs, hosted by Victor Wimbayana's new best friend, Jeff Garcia. All right, so we're going to introduce a new segment right here on Locked On Spurs. Spurs Rockets preseason game, and I am joined by good uh, friend. What is your name? My name is Josh Lopez. Josh, you've been a long-time Lockdown Spurs listener, watcher, all that good stuff. Oh yeah, I started I started like listening like about maybe about a year and a half yeah. ago, like kind of like in the middle of last season for sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've been especially since like Wimby's been you know the main topic. Sure. You know, yeah, exactly. Uh, I've just been you know kind of keeping up uh, like the your podcast. Right, you know. right. Can you explain to the crowd that there was no tech issues? Because I have a witness. I have a witness. No, I had no tech issues so far. So far, I, mean, I just jinxed myself. Yeah. All right. So it's gonna get it going. He has to get to his seat. So we're gonna keep this short and sweet. So Wimby and load management. A lot of Spurs fans were upset over a preseason game. First of all, your thoughts on how fans reacted, and shouldn't fans already expect that that's coming? Yeah, and I'm, all things considering, I mean, it's a preseason game. I mean, you know, you're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna like yeah. be playing like you know your players that like, you're gonna maybe eventually find out who you're gonna cut. Yeah, you know, but uh, I do totally understand. I mean, 
these tickets are a lot of money now. Yeah. You know, so you know, people pay their hardworking money to come out here and they yeah. want to see Wemby, but I mean, it's a preseason game. I mean, it's kind of, you got to be expecting the starters not to play. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing, too. Look, it's coming, everybody. It's coming. Get used to it. You know, you're likely going to see him get load managed. I was kind of shocked that Spurs fans got upset over a preseason game. Were you shocked, too? I wasn't. I mean, considering how well he did the so past So you few saw games. it coming. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, hopefully they play Kelvin Johnson tonight. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so yeah. he's repping the KG jersey tonight. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I totally understood. I mean, I feel like we saw what we needed to see from him already. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, sure, it would have been really nice to see them play against the Rockets tonight because I really want to see him beat them bad. Yeah. Like, but, you know, yeah, that's but totally see, understandable. You see Rockets fans are going to look at this preseason, if they do win, and be like, we beat y'all. You know how Rocket's been tripping this offseason, yeah, oh yeah. haven't they? Yeah, and uh, you know I think this is like I don't want to say like it's kind of like a like if they do win a night, it would be like an excuse that oh Wimby wasn't playing. Right. But, I mean, it's a preseason game. Exactly, exactly. It's preseason basketball, everybody. No need to get all panicked, okay? Wimby's okay. They got to evaluate talent, as Josh said. You know they got some cuts to do, so that's coming. It, you know what? Uh, I know you got to get to your seat soon. First of all, your quick impression of Wimby so far through two preseason games. Uh, he's an alien. Yeah, he's yeah. an alien. Uh, I was at the last preseason game. Yeah. And, uh, man, just like that one dunk he had that he slipped. Like, hey, he, did he even sad. jump? No. I mean, exactly. Yeah, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, you saw Thomas Bryant's face, too, and, the, like, you know, those clips. He had that deer like, in headlights, kind of oh, like, yeah. what just happened. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. We'd expect more of that probably throughout the season. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. And, I, I, you know, I feel like we still haven't even seen yeah. everything he can do. All right, I got to ask you, you get a Wemby jersey, you're rocking KG, uh, KJ, I'm sorry, you're going to rock, rock Wemby. I do, I am. Yeah. Uh, I have the Wemby jersey. I knew he wasn't going to play tonight, so I decided, you know, wear Kelvin's ah, jersey tonight. Smart man, yeah. smart man. All right, it is the Halloween season, so we're going to have a little fun right now. I already told him what we're going to talk about right now, so he had time to think about it. The top three Halloween costumes, Spurs edition, which three players would Josh go to a Halloween party in ranking order. So his third best to his number one best. All right, let's get it going. Who is your number three all-time spur that you would go as in a Halloween costume? Okay, uh, I would say, I'd say first one, maybe. Mike, first Mon, as a number yeah. one or, no, uh, or number three? Number three. Number three, okay. Uh, I'd say Manu. Oh, interesting. Just because, like, you know, I feel like if you go out in a Manu costume, first of all, like, a lot of people will know yeah. in general. But are you going to go as long hair Manu or bald Manu? I'd go as long hair Manu, just yeah. so, you know, like, <laughs> wave the hair. You, can, you can get that little, like, breeze going Definitely. and your hair flying. All right, who's your number two Halloween costume spur style? You had mentioned it, and, like, I was I was thinking about it, like, a lot when you were talking about it, but, like, Iceman going oh, in with, like, the... yes. The, the yes, Iceman. Especially with the... Especially yeah. with this throwback. Show him, show him, like, show him, yeah. I just love... Can bro. you imagine him rocking the, the gold chain right now? <laughs> the gold chain. Maybe maybe the wristband, the sweatband, oh, yeah. the headband, oh, yeah. and everything. Get a little closer in. All right. So, who is your number one Spurs costume if you're going to put on at a Halloween party? Uh, I would say David Robinson. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Admiral. Uh, yeah, and only because uh, one time I actually did, you know, I had a, a met him mm -hmm. like when I was a lot, like a lot younger. And, yeah, like, he's just definitely one of like the players I look up to yeah. the most. So I think that probably right. the top. What one. jersey would you put him on if you could pick any jersey throughout Spurs history? I really, I really. So like you rock the ABA, the ABA, yeah, look, yeah. The ABA. Yeah, no love for any Fiesta jerseys. Maybe that oh, first oh, I mean, one. The, Remember that first first edition? Remember the black with the? Oh, the I didn't like. Stripes? I like the white one more. 
what was that? That was two years ago, right? Yeah, that was yeah, two, that years, was two ago. years ago. Like yeah, that, that was like those popsicle colors, right? Yeah, Something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. You, well, you know, you're like the first person to say that like, you really liked them. I mean, more people that say they don't like it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's white. I yeah. Understand. Yeah, it is. Josh, I want to thank you for stopping by on this inaugural segment right here on Lockdown Sports. Funny story. I was setting up, and Josh saw me, and Josh came up to me, so universes were colliding. I was setting up, I needed somebody to, Josh, you're being a guinea pig right now, can I just be honest with you? He's a guinea pig right now. So, and he was like, yeah, I'm down. So, hopefully this worked out, no tech issues, and uh, yeah. Uh, Josh, tell everybody they can follow you on social media. Um, well, I really just go on Instagram, uh, it's Josh uh, underscore L-O-P-Z underscore. Um, yeah, just follow me on Instagram, I guess. And make sure to let him know what you think about his Spurs Halloween costume list. Three to one. He had Manu, number three. Number two, Iceman with the gold chain. And number one, David Robinson with the second year Fiesta jersey. Yeah, right? Yeah. So let us know what you think. All right. That's it right here. So for Josh, I am Jeff. We're going to put a lock in this episode of Lockdown Spurs. Go Spurs, go. Go Spurs, go.